Welcome back to another episode of Secret Stories from the Underground. Today, Bean and I sit down with Deborah Tucker, very talented actress. She's got some new uh, stuff coming up. You might remember her from TV shows like Living Dolls, uh, Dallas, movies like Don't Tell Mom, The Babysitter's Dead. That was a great movie, by the way. Um, awesome interview. Very fun person to talk to. We had a great time. And by the way, for anybody that thinks that we're going out of our way to pick on Corey Feldman, it's not true, okay? Uh, we just happen to know a lot of people that have worked with him, and you know, Hollywood is really just small circles of people, and everybody knows Corey Feldman in them circles. So uh, we're not trying to pick on Corey, um, but we had a great time with Deborah. And just so everybody knows, yes, we do talk about Corey Feldman in this episode. Uh, but we appreciate Deborah and her time. Please make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the podcast. We really appreciate that. So you can stay up to date with all the interviews that we have coming out soon. And uh, that's enough. Here's Deborah Tucker, everybody. Deborah, are you there? I am. Hey, morning, how- Danny. How's it going? Good. Good. Awesome. Beautiful day. Where are you? Where are you? Uh, I'm in Omaha. I'm here with my co-host, Dean. How you doing? Hi, Hi Dean. Hey, Danny and Dean. <laughs> where, where are you coming from? And Deborah, here in Seattle. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. What's the weather like there? It's really hot here. It's gorgeous. That, that's awesome. Are you there, Deborah? Hello? Oh, um, I, I, I think I forgot to tell you in the notes. If oh. your screen goes dark, the audio shuts off. Oh, Just, okay. Got it, got it. I did forget that. No, I so apologize. So we are okay, and we leave it as is. It's the phone screen, and we're good to go. Perfect. Okay. Good. Uh, so um, what's uh, what's life been like here recently? Are you enjoying your summer? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like I was saying, so we had gotten that awful smoke, you know, California, gosh, British Columbia, even eastern Washington in our state, Oregon. And it's apparently is there this year right now. And it's just about the wind. I just pray the wind keeps it away. So far, so good. So far, so good. <laughs> and it's beautiful. We, yeah, we're on the water and we boat. I've got my three college girls home. And I have a son in the area who's engaged. So life is good. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Are you... Uh... Got anything new coming out as far as movies or anything? Yeah, yeah. So exciting um, and quick release. We only just filmed in February and it wrapped um, in the spring. God's Not Dead, We the People. Remember the first God's Not Dead with Kevin Sorbo? Yeah. 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 So here we are with, uh, I think it's the fourth one, but more than that, it's standing on its own um, with the subtitle, We the People. The trailer's out there. This fall, it will be released. I play a congresswoman. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. So what's a little bit of the premise of this one? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, gosh, it's really related to what 
families have been going through needing to be forced into homeschooling, whether they liked it or not. And this particular, um, these homeschool families go to DC because all of a sudden they're getting kind of uh, scrutinized and in knock, doors knocked on to you know go over their curriculum and it's all about well I don't know about the faith you know part of it <laughs> so they come to DC and they have this I guess these these things really go on you know in the in the real world and uh, so I'm a congresswoman who has to listen to this case and doesn't want to and I'm on the other side and super fun because David A.R. White, who was founder of um, one of the founders of Pure Flix Entertainment, um, is also an actor and, and friend of mine from back in the early days of Hollywood. So he plays Pastor Dave, just like his name. And I just got to do this battling scene with him. And uh, it was just really fun. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. We'll have to check that out. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's the the current one, and then I just filmed Livia's house, L Y V I A. I have an Olivia, so it's Livia's house, though, and it's a psychological thriller. We just filmed in Sacramento. Those were hot, hot temps, um, but uh, it, that's going to be good. And and it was just a small part. My scenes were on speakerphone, you know, and I have my daughter who's gone off, you know, with a with a bad boy, and oh, I've got my own secrets and skeletons in my character's closet and it all blows up in the end and and uh so that was really fun to do too and so we'll see where that goes as far as it doesn't have distribution yet but that's the latest project that i filmed so we got something released and we got something that i just filmed and we just keep going balanced with family of course <laughs> you'll have to right. keep us updated on that one that sounds cool too definitely yeah uh, so how did this all get started for you in Hollywood? How'd you get yeah. started? Yeah, yeah. So Hollywood, um, the connection for an agent, which is always the biggest thing for an actor, began for me in London. So I was finishing my communications, not even theater degree, communications at Boston University with the final semester abroad, planting myself in England, in, in London, with the plan to um, go on with my own thing and my studies as an actor after that degree completed, not going home, not walking my graduation. <laughs> so it went like that, but it was on the, the program through Boston University that I was, gosh, it was a two woman show, pub theater. You know, they have these little theaters and pubs, cute stuff. Um, and I was changing the set. I that was what I was doing that was as close as I was getting to theater until I I um, was really going to go after my own training and and they said to wear white instead of black usually you wear black you're hidden music was playing during the set change but oh my goodness with the music and um, with with you know irregardless of what I was wearing I was showing up in the dim lights and I just sort of started moving and choreographing my set change because I have a competitive figure skating background. So that's just in me. And oh, to get applause after the set change. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, and then it was kicking around in the pub after the show, uh, where another American actor um, says to me, you know, my, my manager would want to meet you. He wants to corner the American market in London. I went, oh, okay. You know, and so um, met this manager, went on a couple auditions, but it was sort of a thing like, oh, I don't know, you're American, and I don't know if they can hire foreigners, and I never booked anything over there. 
I went on my merry way. I had to find a place to live in between um, programs because I had since auditioned and gotten into the summer Oxford School of Drama program. So where to live, what to do. Hmm, I had passed this au pair agency on all those trips to the little pub theater job. And I was like, I have to just go in there and see if I can find a place to stay. I, I think, you know, pairs like a nanny. I didn't know as an American exactly what, but I knew that they placed people for childcare and I might have a place to live. So I went in there and they, they said, um, why are you used to rich people? Are you okay? Um, okay, Lady Astor, we'll place you with Lady Astor. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I know nothing again as an American, what this all means. And I take the train uh, south of Victoria Station for that station, but now we're in Seven Oaks. This is the area of um, Churchill's land, you know, and so sure enough, she picks me up, um, but their castle, their property is under construction. So really we're just going back to a smaller house that they're in for the summer, um, Lady Astor, and, and I'll tell you in a second about Lord Astor, but uh, three girls, ages seven, 11, and 14, and they're in this small house, and guess what? I'm not even in the house. The very last bit, as we're pulling in, she says, you don't mind living in a caravan, do you? Again, American caravan. We don't use that word. Camper. Yeah, camper. Okay, <laughs> camper. <laughs> a live coil heater, and by the way, the play space of the seven-year-old, I'm popular. Uh, she's here, clean up, tidy up, tidy up. She's here, this is where she's going to be staying, you know? So there I am. And then I, gosh, finished that. And, and I'm going on a few more auditions with that manager. And then I'm traveling as a student in Europe, you know, as I'm over there, that was in the plan from the beginning, taking me through September. I come back home to Chicago and start pounding the pavement with those agencies. And I didn't think they were even giving me the time of day. I'm like, oh, I'm here now. I'm not leaving again. I, you know, I was just doing this for the summers, the two summers after my skating training, because that was most of my life leading up to um, halfway through college. I wasn't even around to pursue the acting. And so I, um, I just said, fine, you know, I think that manager had had a, a contact for me in LA. Heck, that's what everybody wants anyway. What am I doing here in Chicago? So I called. It was like this really bad, you know, staticky line figuring out the time and and just anyway, it was it was a bad connection. I think I spelled the name wrong, but he was gonna call ahead for me as well and did and set it up and got my first agent before I went out there. Uh, Gore's Fields, which went on to be Paradigm, one of the biggies. So uh, there it was and. Um, even better, uh, met a manager, another a, a, a cute Jewish manager in Hollywood uh, through mm -hmm. a Chicago contact who really opened the door for me for anything anyway uh, with Living Dolls. Yeah, that first sitcom, that first big break with Halle Berry and Leah Remini. So that was really the manager. But as Hollywood agents are, I got the call from uh, the one at Gores Fields and he he said, hey, you're making me look pretty good. And I said, excuse me? And he was out of town when I booked it and, and I hadn't really been in touch with him. And he goes, hey, you know, I brought you into the agency. You book a series regular on a sitcom. 
you're making me look pretty good. I'm like, okay, I'm glad you're happy. <laughs> so there it began. But it was this wonderful manager, Barbara Stark, who we're still in touch. She's a, a grandmother and living in Nevada and, and out of the industry, but just a dear, dear friend who opened those first doors for me. So did you enjoy being on uh, Living Dolls? Was that a good experience? It sure was. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I think about it now. I mean, what great hours for, you know, I was single and, but now even as a family, you know, having a family and, and you know, being able to, to work at all, the hours were fabulous and the laughs were fabulous. And we shared the set with um, Who's the Boss, that show. And so they taped on a Tuesday, we taped on a Friday. And and um, so they flipped the, the the stands around to face the the set, the, you know, because that's what I mean, the, the share the soundstage. So, you know, and then Alyssa Milano was on our show, you know, it, was, it springboarded off of Who's the Boss. So, and Tony Danza came on our show then. So we had that nice overlap and super fun. I still use his birthday song. I guess actual singing happy birthday has the rights. Like, I don't know if you actually see that in movies or TV shows or so. I understood when he he made up his own and and we sang it on a birthday episode and i'm like i i've held on to that and i sing it to this day <laughs> it's somebody's birthday i wonder who is somebody right in that room with you it's really cute so yep, yeah yeah so tony Dan, just great great stuff um and a start for really all of us i mean uh, leah had done a little more she had done some other sitcoms and and things in tv um, but her first big break and uh but it was a start for hallie and i and we came in at the same time so you know you've heard of pilot season so that's that's the like january into the early um spring when yeah. they're casting for the shows for the fall the next fall so they had done that and guess what that wonderful agent who was taking all the credit he didn't even submit me back then so uh -huh. this was yeah this was a recast in july yeah july where ABC said, you know, we want to buy this show, purchase. It was great, you know, 12 episodes. Um, we had the, the boy, um, David Moscow, who was a young Tom Hanks in Big, you know, so that was fun working with him too. So actually, and he came in when we came in. So there was a different guy. So they swapped him out. They cast David. There was, a, there was Vivica Fox. I know that, that Hallie took over her part. And then there was some other blonde girl. I don't know if she went on to do anything. I actually don't even remember um, who she was that I took over her part. And they just said, yeah, we want these parts replaced or recast. And then we want to buy this show. You know, So it was super great to come in with that kind of deal. Um, very lucky. Very lucky. Very nice. That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. So you had started out doing like um, skating. What was it that... It kind of made you decide that, you know, I, I want to, because that's a definite major <laughs> shift uh, from, from skating to acting. It it's is. Yeah. So it made you decide to be done with skating and move into transition into that, the acting. Yeah, yeah. So I, um, oh, I'd started with this, this skating coach in the Midwest. It was an hour, 45 minute drive from my Chicago area home to um, Southern Wisconsin. And you'll know this name, Evie Scottfold, because 
he was the coach of Nancy Kerrigan during that whole thing. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I started with him and his wife, Mary, Evie and Mary Scottfold. When I'm 12 years old, you know, crossing the border, mom driving me um, and and was really with him all the way through. I, I think I took a couple years with a different coach. And then when it came down to um, college choice, where a lot of people, you know, drop their sport then because they figure they're not going to go any further. I was on the brink of making nationals. I wasn't about to, even though it's not a school sport, personally, it was on the brink of making nationals. So I chose a college that was close to Janesville, Wisconsin, Beloit College, and and was going to keep going. And then I did. I made nationals twice. And, and then he moved to Boston is why I ended up transferring to Boston University. So that decision was made based on that same coach not wanting to change coaches at that stage but to keep skating and and then it just got to halfway through college and i looked at all right a couple more years we've got school ending undergrad kind of what you always look to from a kid um yeah i'm gonna go to college and then and skating and for those two big huge things to be ending at the same time even with a degree now change and do no i did i wanted a transition time so i knew what i wanted to do i knew i wanted to go into acting and i knew i needed to begin that transition with the rest of college and and not have both those things end at the same time so i I did go home for the summer that I normally would be stay along. You stay the whole year and you train. I went back to Chicago and, oh, yeah, I got a call from Evie. He's like, aren't you coming back? He didn't want me to quit. He oh, really? didn't. Yeah, because I, I didn't have that fear that other 18, 19-year-olds have for the triple jumps. And he just he's like, you should keep going. And, you know, so that was an odd year as well. I'd already been to the World University Games. That was the one international that I did. And I always thought, gosh, to make the Olympics your goal, that's only every four years. And yeah. you're either 20, which seemed like the perfect age if you were happened to be 20 in Olympic year, or it was either too young or too old. You know, so I I made my goal of competing internationally. I actually got a bronze medal in the 1985 World University Games. So it's just off from Olympic years and then stopped in 86, not going for the next two years. So I graduated college in 88. Again, for the, all that to end at the same time and have all the eggs in that basket, I knew I didn't want to teach or go on to shows. But um, so that's why I just, I said, no, I'm not coming back. And, and he even just wanted me in the rink. He's like, well, even just to teach or again, no, I knew I didn't want to teach. I'm like, I'm not <laughs> skating. I'm not skating. I am going to go on with this other thing I'm doing. And I, gosh, I auditioned for community theater. Cause again, I didn't have, um, I wasn't going to the theater school, you know, at, at Boston university. So it wasn't automatically in those plays. So I was on my own looking through the paper and, Oh my gosh, the red line, if you know Boston at all, Braintree, Massachusetts, the end of the red line. I get this play, Neil Simon's Brighton Beach Memoirs. It was fantastic. So there it began with starting in the acting um, before school ended. And then, oh, there was Spencer for Hire being filmed. Remember that name, a show? I don't know. There was a show, uh, Robert Urich, a long time ago. Um, so that's being filmed in Boston. I, I had an extra part. I'd done a, a little bit of extra work in Chicago on those summers home. Um, and, and then 
I just, uh, yeah, I just knew that's what I wanted to do. So planting myself in England, yeah, the nanny, the, it was just really fun. We took a production up to the Edinburgh Festival. So that's a theater festival in Scotland. All that before I went to Hollywood. So that actually looked good. They were impressed. I think they liked that is why I got the agent in the first place. Can you yeah. still skate? I can. I have my skates. It's funny because I still have the exact pair. The sharpening edge is really low at the moment. From 85 and 86 nationals. Actually, we got different pairs every year. So it must be my 86 nationals, which have been painted brown because then we, I did I did one show. I say I didn't you know do any shows or I did one professional show while I was um, in LA, I was keeping up with my skating and I could still do double axles. I wasn't doing triples anymore, but I was still doing double axles. I did get cast in a skating show, um, that a tiny little state. like we rehearsed in Vegas and it's, it's, but we performed in Harris Lake Tahoe. So there's ice on the stage and it's real ice. Some of these shows have plastic ice. Now this was real, but it's so small, but definitely coming from, upstage to downstage and I, I skated and I rotated my jumps opposite most people. So if you can picture this, there's two of us coming from upstage, we're crossing in the middle and we're doing double axles in opposite corners downstage, like close to the edge. Like if you fell, you'd fall in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I did that show and I did keep it up. Um, and I can, I, you know, I, I don't at this point try any more jumps. I don't really skating very much at all but you know I can I can spin I can certainly I can certainly skate you know without falling I could do, <laughs> do crossovers well so I have a daughter the one who's not so I have a boy a girl and then identical twin girls who are the, the twins are still in college and they're running but the girl just the one who's not the twin just graduated and she skated a bit and, she, and so she'll say come on mom let's go skating and so we have a little bit more at her spurring me on. She likes to do everything. So I'm trying to stay active, but lately I'm, I'm more active with other leg sports like water skiing. I'm still slalom skiing. I can still do that. And um, no woman tells her age, but people try to do the math and whatever. I'm 55. So I, <laughs> I can still water ski. I, I, I have both feet in to start and um, I'm, so I'm doing that. I like two mile stretches or three miles. I like nice. that. And then um, a new thing is, is surfing behind a, a certain kind of boat kicks up a wave for surfing. So we're enjoying that as a family. Yeah. I've um, been seeing videos. Of yeah. That right. It's super cool. Cause like you have the rope and then you drop it right away and you're really just surfing. And um, I have one daughter who's really good at it and she's trying to now do the three sixties and it is fun to see what you can do. We got two different boards. So one doesn't have a fin it's called a skim board. And um, so I've yet to do that, but I've yet to just ha get in the right place and my weight on the board. So I'm used to, you know, leaning back for water skiing. This one, you got to you lean forward more on your, your weight on your forward foot to get that wave in the right place and, and stay in that, that good sweet spot, as they say. Um, mm -hmm. So, so yeah, other lake sports and snow skiing. So I prefer that over skating. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. No, that, that surfing behind a boat sounds it looks fun and you know it like we is. grew up around lakes and stuff like that okay, and no one yeah. so yeah you know God, like that that would have it been an awesome like option a new, <laughs> a new way to send me to the hospital yeah oh well right if you're not used to it 
<laughs> I, I told you my age. So you tell me your ages. And uh, I know to start anything new is hard at certain ages. How old are you guys? I'm 32. And I, I'm okay. 40. Okay. All right. Good. Yeah. No, those are the ages that you do realize, okay, I'm past my teens and 20s. I don't know if I'm going to start anything new. So I, I get it. <laughs> I get it. But I'm lucky that I did have this in my past and it is a li little bit easier, I think, then. Yeah. I used to rollerblade, and every once in a while, right, I, I do that too. You get back in it, and I'm like, "Oh, come on, dude, you don't look good on the ground." You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's like the wrist guards are there, but you could fall any number of other places. No, why just wrist guards? But no, I feel better with that, and I do use that, and I love to rollerblade on the Santa Monica Strand. That is where my husband and I started our marriage. Actually, we had a house in Torrance, California. I was easing out of the acting after having met Mr. Wright and was willing and did. That's the, why the move to Seattle. He's with Microsoft. Um, but we, for a time, were in, or even like our dating for the being in the same city before engagement, four months. And he's a runner. And and with uh, my rollerblading, because he runs that fast, I have to have rollerblades to actually keep up. Not just, and it was so much fun on the ocean and the sunset and I just, I love every opportunity. We've done it a couple times with the kids and, and even just on our own in recent years. And I love it every single time. I hope I don't get too old for that anytime soon. Yeah. I love yeah, it. that's awesome. That's a very beautiful part. Of right. Exactly. It is gorgeous. It is gorgeous. So uh, you got to be a part of the TV show Dallas as well. That's right. That's right. And one of the many, um, gosh, they use my real name, Deborah Lynn. And I don't know if it was a continuing of, I think there was other Debbies. And I, I, I'm like so innocent. I was like realizing, yeah, I think they have a lot of Debbie characters because of the whole Debbie does Dallas. Like that's fun. No. <laughs> I'm like, and here's another, what is my real name? Deborah Lynn. And uh, yeah, had a, oh, Larry Hagman. So, so much fun. I mean, I know when you're saying like generic questions, who do you look up to? And I didn't even cover, let me back up a bit before I talk about Larry Hagman. So on Living Dolls, we had Marion Ross, Mrs. C from Happy Days. And she was standing at the front of my parking spot as I'd pull in. Just two episodes, we worked with her, but she knew my name. This icon on TV knew my name. Hi, Deborah. <laughs> you know, she had watched it. And then anyway, so now, and then there's Larry Hagman. Super, super great. Um, another huge icon on TV, right? And uh, and I'm working with um, a baby. When there's a baby in, in the show, they work with twins, you know, because of child labor laws. And so there's a baby in, in our storyline and um, five episodes. And so he's introduced, you know, um, anyway. And uh, and so Larry and I, he's, he's giving me this little mentoring. He says, because, uh, you know, He's like, there's three things that are always, always, always going to upstage you. Just know it's going to happen. And he says, babies, kids. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, I can see that. We're having our, our challenges with this one. And he says, animals. Oh, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. You know, they're going to get them more. And, and then he says, and genies. Because keep in mind, he was I Dream a Genie, right? That show <laughs> before Dallas. And so he's working with Barbara Eden as the genie and saying that she always upstaged him there. So genies are the third for in his book that would upstage <laughs> an actor. Uh, kids, animals, and genies. So just so much fun working with him and Patrick Duffy. 
of course, he's still around. So maybe hopefully our paths will cross again. Um, but yeah, it was it was amazing to work on that show. Oh yeah, and it's you know a very iconic show, and that I is know. like now is like you know so much of that stuff is becoming just so retro and cool, and that and people are going uh -huh. back and, and watching these things again for the first. Does time. Does anybody ever ask you who shot Jr.? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like I was actually on after that, but that's when I was watching it. You know, you know, as I was skating and on the weekends, you know, that whole time was then. Um, when I was skating, um, and I don't even know if kids today or, or people really know that idea because like you say, the shows come back, they, well, they bring back Dallas, Larry Hagman's last year of, of life, right? 2011, 2012, they, they did another Dallas and I had more friends saying, oh, maybe you'll get on this one. I'm like, ah, eh, there's, there's bigger stars they want to bring into this one. And even Larry was saying that before he died this is for the, the next generation. This is not for me that I did yeah. my, my Dallas show, you know? So I don't even know if people know that concept of the, the fame of I shot JR. They're just like, what Dallas? Oh, Oh, the recent one. No, I was on the original one. <laughs> yeah. In the last year of the original one. So we ran 13 years. I'm like, no, and I wasn't on that early, but 91. Yeah. 91 was it. And they tied up the storyline um, with, with my character. Um, yeah, so I came to town, and, and so uh, Sasha Mitchell was the actor that uh, he was a a product of one of Larry uh, Jr.'s Jr.'s affairs. Okay, so he's in his early twenties at this point in the story, and and the backstory is that he he's from an affair. Of surprise, surprise, no. So I come <laughs> to town saying I'm married to um to him and and you know I, I i knew that he was the one i and he's like yeah our opening scene together is you, you saw you know a rich young oil executive on tv because he's on a like a 2020 kind of show you know the backstory and sure of course you're, you're coming to town and say oh sure you're married to him yeah how much do you want and i'm like well actually i don't want anything he has a child and a dump on side you know bring it from behind the couch as it goes and so that's how it started the five episodes and boy, the audience saw a softer, sweeter, kinder, family-oriented JR than they ever had before. We're in scenes at the park, pushing my baby on the swing. He's on the next swing. He's feeding my baby. He's getting baby food thrown in his face. So it was just super funny, I think, for the <laughs> long-time audience of JR knowing about everything else. And uh, Family First is what comes out, and we end up moving back east but you know he was in a in a business marriage like no 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 you're not married to him he's married to michelle you know and it's a business marriage well, they don't love each other blah, 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 you know back and forth <laughs> and so the real marriage and the real sweetness of family and and then we're reunited and so that actor sasha mitchell so then i did in a recent couple of years go gosh you know where are some of these people it's so long ago you know every show i've ever been on somebody's died not just because they're old but sadness you know drug overdoses and, and that's what's happened it's been so long yeah, so i go oh so what are these people that are still around what are they doing what's what's sasha doing and then i look and i find this is another tie-in with a, another manager they have so he, i said oh he's represented by a deborah lynn finden of discover management I'm like hmm, i could use a contact in la again i've been out of it for so long i think just for kicks i'm going to uh I'm going to send her a clip. I do have these on YouTube, you know, of, of those old scenes and of us walking in the park, you know, her top client, he is, you know, 
on the star meter, something that up there. And I was like, I'm going to show her a scene. I'm going to um, tell her that my character was her name and I'll let her know what I'm up to now. And maybe, maybe, and sure enough. Yeah. So she's representing me now and, and uh, we'll see what comes of it after COVID, you know, and things pick up again, but yeah. So that came out of that too. That's a, that's a funny coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. I had to. And then you just, and that's the thing you can't be afraid of um, just approaching people and, and going after what you want. And I think too many people, go, oh, no, that's that's not what I should do. And then they don't go after their dreams. But that's never been me. <laughs> so, I, Oh, go uh, ahead, Dean. And, uh, yeah, it's, so you also had, it looks like, a, a one-time uh, role on Picket Fences. Yeah, right. Great popular show. Gosh, like Tom Skerritt, I think, is in my yeah. living in my area. I've not seen him, ironically, in in a play or anything in my area I think he's getting you know, he's getting older now but I know another um actor friend certainly has worked with him and he's up here um and my scenes weren't with him um but I was a I was a trick-or-treater and it was like in the community you know just sort of I was playing teens I was playing teens forever so I was like in my <laughs> 20s and I'm playing teens so you know that's really the switch you asked about you know why the switch skating to acting and then there again it was time for another life transition again meeting mr you know i'm like wow i can see i let this guy go you know really my dream was to have a family and, and i've been living that and god is so good because my faith is important and i literally said you know am i supposed to leave hollywood and and i got that assurance that i was and I've been blessed with these interesting, interesting projects since having the kids, since they've been in full day school, even though there's not much here in Seattle, it's just led to more and more and more. And now I'm an empty nester and, and I'm able to even, and it's, and I really wanted God's not dead be the people after I saw the first three going on. And I'm just like, can I get this one Lord? You know, and sure enough, so it's been really, it's been really great. To oh, that's just awesome. kind of know in your spirit where you're supposed to go and what you're supposed to do next and not dig your heels in and think that you can figure out your best. Cause I, I couldn't, I certainly couldn't have, I, I got to see an aunt that I otherwise wouldn't have seen um, because of somebody asking me to do a film in Corsicana, Texas, never heard of it. It's two, it's an hour or so South of Dallas. I have a cousin in Dallas, but because I, went to town and, and did that, which nothing came of it, didn't matter. Um, I, you know, that aunt and uncle of that cousin, you know, parents of that cousin were in town moving and the other two cousins from Florida and Minnesota, everybody was there. I got to see the cousins. I got to see this aunt. She died a little bit later, you know, moving. And so these projects, what I'm saying is anything I've been cast, like ever since then, 2013, that was have like led me to see a friend that I otherwise wouldn't see or stay, you know, cause everybody wants you to be local hire. Right. So yeah. I'm the, I'm the most open. Yes, yes. And yes, local hire <laughs> me anywhere, anywhere. I've got a friend or a family and it's just led me to uh, stay in touch with people and do some interesting projects all the while. So in Very time, cool. maybe that next big break will come or maybe not. I'm still having a ball as I go. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's really cool that you're just enjoying life either way, you know. Absolutely, yeah. A lot of people yeah. that we talk to on here are right. stressing about, you know, the next yeah. big job. Right. And you got to appreciate life, you know. Just totally. I do. And that's where I know if I decided, oh, no, you know, up to me, next big break, and, and really turn my back on my faith, I, I see now um, – the truth of, of the scripture, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. You know, he really has. It's like, thank you. You know, and I get this gift and that gift and I get to go here and, and I've got the great family. So I'm just, I'm so thankful. Yeah. So you, uh, so you did some TV and stuff and work in that first. And then it looks, if I'm correct anyways, uh, yeah. At the internet, it's not lying to me, but there's a good chance I'll be wrong about a part of this. But (laughs) But it looks like um, about 91 when with uh, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead was when you made your film. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that is the first film. That sounds right. I had screen tested and got so close to the sequel of the Blue Lagoon. No, not as the sexy island girl. That was Mila Jovovich (laughs) who got the Brooke Shields part. No, I was this... uh, (laughs) Gosh, pirate's daughter, Australian, and you know, so to speak, a pirate's daughter, white, jealous of the island boy and an island girl romance. And I had, gosh, it went all the way to screen test in Hollywood, and I was the only one there. So I was like, who am I against for this part? It <laughs> seems like, and my manager thought the same thing. She's like, pack your bags for Fiji, you know? So, um, and and yet it was this French girl that, you know, wasn't there cause she was over and she got the part, but you know, I was hoping and, and that would have been really cool, but no, don't tell mom the babysitter said, I think, you know, other people maybe said no to that from living dolls as they were going on and getting their film debuts as well. Um, but it was so fun. And there's a gift with me dancing. So I use that <laughs> my go-to birthday greeting. And I've come up with it. You know, my friends all know, and they're going to be bored of it, bored of it by now. But I just say happy birthday and the beat goes on, you know, and I just put that <laughs> gift out there on anybody's page on social media. So yeah, it was, it was really fun. Um, uh, yeah. To work with Christina Applegate. I had um, one of my, my brothers come out and, and he was asked if he wanted to be an extra in that, scene and he kicks himself today that he didn't but uh, he got to meet he got to meet christina applegate and uh had a lot of fun with that night shoot that fashion show shoot yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. very so, cool that was a that was a classic for me when i was, when I was well kid. yeah some people have heard of that one so i'm like okay what have i done you know i guess i could say that maybe they yeah okay you've heard of that okay anyway the pink nurse, <laughs> pink nurse. That's me. Oh, and there's costumes. You look it up and it's so funny because these articles are surfacing now that's been 30 years, like the big, you know, anniversary and articles are out there and, and costume, you know, shops with the outfit of the nurse and somebody with a totally different figure wearing it. And you too can get, look like the nurse and don't tell mom. (laughs) Wow. That's exciting and fun too. <laughs> I've seen that happen. So you're a costume, you're a gif. I mean, like that's that's yeah, pretty cool. Right? Like, <laughs> there you go. You know, you, you you can't complain about so much great fame as that, right? <laughs> like, you, you see where others have gone, or you know, Camp Wilder. You you've got uh, you know uh, um, Hillary Swank, and you you've got Halle Berry, of course. You know, getting Oscars, and then there's me. You know, but I can't complain. <laughs> it's like where where people went and and where other people's journeys and um. Uh, 
it's it's not all about those rewards. Um, gosh, I just lost my mom and, and uh, talking at her memorial and, and she was so positive and uplifting through my skating. She was, she sewed awesome. She would make my skating dresses and she, and then what I said in the memorial speech, I said, she wanted me to go after my dreams, but only as I was sweet and kind, she didn't want me to become a brat with success on TV. <laughs> she was always stressing that be sweet and kind, be sweet and kind. So, um, that's what's more important, isn't it? Yeah. Then, uh, then the worldly, uh, accolades. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's, uh, that's really cool that she was supportive like that. Right. Um, yeah. Do, do you have a big family, big brothers, sisters or. Yeah. Well, I have, I'm the oldest of four kids with three younger brothers and I'm raising one boy, a, a girl and twin girls. So just the flip side of it. So it's really neat to see as they're growing so close to one another and they see how I am with my brothers. I think it's going to be good. And it's rare in families. If you just hear about, Oh no, I don't talk to my brother. Oh, I, my mom and I, I've given up, you know, and all these things, yeah. you know, which is much more common. I'm so grateful. Yeah. We were just, 29 people were in my dad's house. He's like, we have 29 people. So that's the immediate family and five cousins out of town guests in addition to the immediate family. And then there's a whole lot more at the actual service. Um, yeah, we're, we're blessed. We're, we're blessed by that. That's cool. Uh, right after you did Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, you did uh, meatballs, is that correct? I did. And I have to say, you guys, I listened, you know, of course, I'm listening to a, a couple previous interviews to get the gist of things with you guys. I'm like, wow, both of these, they brought up Corey Feldman. I mean, I think that's why they chose me because they're going to ask me. I'm seeing a theme here. <laughs> so, it's, it's really not <laughs> why we chose you, but gotcha, it's such a coincidence. Gotcha. <laughs> it's like, such a coincidence. I think there's, there's a thing here. Anyway, am I right? Oh, heck, you you're right. But anyway, um, yeah, so super funny. I actually um, started dating my husband around that time or, or one of these wonderful movies that I did since then. And, you know, he took his buddies to, to see it or watch it. And and they're just like, oh, my gosh, making out with. I'm like, I had a scent kisser. No, um, uh, <laughs> just, but the one good thing. I did my I did my own water skiing. See, that's where the water ski was. I did nice. my own stunts. And I kept my top on. So there you go. I was one that <laughs> kept my top on and I did my own stunt. So I, I held my own in that that film with a wonderful That's something actor. to say in the Meatballs movie. So There you go. That, I know. And I didn't even know why. <laughs> I didn't sign up for that. I mean, we, we signed I, up. We, we were cast in Happy Campers. So whatever happened to that title. And how <laughs> it was changed to be like the Bill. Nothing to do with the connecting of Bill Murray movies. The first yeah. two meatballs are even first. I don't even know. I so loved the first one. A, that one was fantastic. I don't, was he in <laughs> one or just two? Was he in two of them? He even just one of them. Like, I, how did it get to be four and nothing to do with him and still meatballs? I have no idea, but that's not what I signed <laughs> up for. But you work and you do what you do and you you keep your integrity. And, you, and I'm you know, I can say I did my own water skiing and, and I have nothing to be ashamed of. <laughs> so that's what you do, regardless of title change. And titles change overseas. But I never understood why they changed it. To, it had nothing to do with Bill Murray. Oh well, that would have been fun if he was in it. That would have been fun too. <laughs> did you did you actually watch this movie after it was done? 
uh, Meatballs 4? Yeah. For the, the whole movie? Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess there's a screening. You know, we always have a cast and crew screening, so I would have seen it that way. Why? Okay. What did you find? Oh, I, <laughs> I haven't seen it. I was just wondering if it was. Oh, you haven't seen it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was so long ago. Yeah, I mean, we always have a cast and crew screening. And, um, but yeah, so it's there, but it's not, you know, I, I, we can laugh about it. And if the kids find it, again, I have nothing to be ashamed of. So, like, because. Those movies do seem like that they would have been at least somewhat fun to shoot, and that you're, you're oh, out on yeah. the lake, you know, you're oh, basically yeah. at summer camp, and <laughs> exactly. Except it was fall, and they had to get it was in Yosemite. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, gorgeous Yosemite, and so we're shooting, and and we're freezing, and they're trying to not get the fall leaves in the shots. You know, there's all that movie magic happening. Um, but it was, it was, it was fun. We had a house of of actors girls staying together and probably another guy's house um so it was it was camp it was uh work it was uh you know gosh well you know maybe a, a girl coming back crying after her scene and i didn't have work that night because it was uh, a scene where the the top was taken off and so she was crying and i said well didn't she just tell the casting the director that you weren't going to do that? That's what I did. And that's why I don't have to. No, I didn't think you'd ask me. And he asked me on the spot, you know? And so, <laughs> you know, I, that's what I mean. I'm like so thankful that, you know, I, I have nothing to be held my own. I, and I, I have nothing to be ashamed of, but yeah, we're, when you're in that house, you're a family and, and you just kind of go, wow. All right. And you learn about, you know, what real, the real life going on, underneath the fun you know because there is and i tell my kids today and i've always felt this way i feel it more and more when i go away and shoot a project and come back how thankful i am because the entertainment industry um artists i mean we're all broken but i i think it attracts broken people and and again we are all broken for sure but you you get their stories and their what they're dealing with and I come back like even just the storyline of you know my a mom and daughter you know in the last from Livia's house I, I just told you about and I come back I hug all my daughters for real and it's like oh gosh you know I'm so glad and she's like wait do we remind you of the daughter in your film no 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 because you don't remind me of her because yeah. she's healthy and happy I'm so thankful you know because I have this marriage because I have because you just hear about what hasn't worked out in other people's lives and your life goes on. But um, I'm glad to return to my reality. I'm thankful for my reality. So do you think if you would have stayed in LA and like tried to pursue the whole acting thing really, really hard, how, how do you, how would you see your family be different? I see that some years would have gone by and yeah, I probably would have gotten another break or two or three, you know, and made some waves further. Um, but I just know I would have thought, whatever happened to that Ron Markovich? Wow. He was really nice. You know, <laughs> that's exactly why I, I knew to, to jump on that and, and not let that happen. Not let that happen. Um, yeah. I think that's what would have been the case if I would have dug my heels in and stayed in Hollywood. He would have gone on with life and I would have wondered, oh, what could have been? <laughs> yeah. So when you were 
back auditioning at that time, were you going to auditions with a lot of the same people? Oh, gosh. I remember another oh, great one that I I wish I'd gotten. And, and this is so funny because Rudy, I, I mean, I cried when I read that script. And here I end up marrying a Notre Dame guy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so that audition had just happened. And I, yeah, yeah. And I, so, who I, so on the sign-in sheet, I see Laura Flynn Boyle, you know, big names, you know. So, yeah, on the sign-in sheet, there's there's people there. Um you know, going up for, you know, and, and yet the part I was up for, it wasn't a big part. And I looked like, what is that girl doing? I don't think she ever, it wasn't Laura Flynn Boyle. It was somebody, I don't even know what part she went up for, if it was the same as mine, but I just remember her being on a sign-in sheet for something. Um, but yeah, I was at the, the audition with um, Sean Astin, right? Rudy and yeah. uh, David Anspa, the director. And so it's that final really good, you know, chemistry read audition, like down to that, that part. And, and I hadn't met my husband yet for him to tell me how cold Notre Dame girls are. And if I had only known, <laughs> so I was a little too, I was a little too, you know, fun or flirty and, 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 oh my gosh, Sean Austin exactly says she's doing it wrong <laughs> right to the, to the, to the director, right in my audition. And, and I would have been directable. I could have done it even without meeting and getting that heads up about cold Notre Dame girls from my, <laughs> my future, future husband. But David says, go with it. And so I didn't get directed to change it. And I probably was too flirty and I didn't get it. And so um, so that was kind of a funny exchange. So I've, I've learned, yeah, I, I can play cold. I just didn't know how to do it then. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So. So real quick before we have to get off here, uh, what is your favorite piece of work that you've done? Oh, I have to say it's the one coming out. God's not dead. We the people. And I'm not doing that as like, oh, promote, promote. No, I had <laughs> so much fun because it started as a smaller part as the secretary of education. And, and it was a smaller part. And um, I, I arrived in Oklahoma and production got shut down because of COVID. And I went home for a week. And in the midst of that week, the director calls me and he's like, you know what? I want to give you this different part, a congresswoman. And I'm oh, okay. And I'm learning more lines. And um, I have this direct scene with my friend, David A.R. White. And I'm on the other side of who I really am. Because, you know, I've just expressed my faith. And, and she's like, literally, you believe in the Bible. Who believes in the Bible? And I'm like slamming this pastor. <laughs> I, I had more, more fun playing what's not me. I knew that my strawberry um, red, you know, frazzled mom hair had to go. I didn't ask production. I just knew. And I so I made it darker. The picture's on IMDb, and I've got the glasses. I call them my female Chuck Schumer glasses because I'm peering <laughs> over. So, yeah, that was in the script like that, that she's peering over glasses. So I was like, there you go. And I did the hair. And and guess what? Not just that. It, you've heard of a storyboard, but it was called a, a mood board that the I think that the costumer, because that's what happens when you get a part, then they each each person starts emailing everyone. Email now and storyboard, costume board, people costumes of inspiration and guess what picture they sent me nancy pelosi so i'm like this is gonna be so much fun i'm like <laughs> okay i better do the hair and darker i got the bob cut you know and i've grown it out since then but 
you know, and these clothes and, oh, we got to have those big pearls and beads and, and, and this is going to be fun. So yeah, I have to say that's the, <laughs> the most fun. It, it happens to be the, the most recent, the one coming out. Yeah. That's awesome. Nice. Do you have a release date for that? Yeah, they said, um, October 10th in selected theaters. And then I've heard as early as fourth, fifth, sixth, you know, anyway, October fall, it says on the trailer general you know fall which had over a hundred thousand uh views in 24 hours look at the trailer god's not dead we the people um and so it says fall so it's gonna be one of those where thankfully we're back in theaters at all right after covid right. and then i imagine they see how it does in select theaters and then it gets sent into more theaters anyway a fall release yeah okay cool yeah. And yeah, how near I'm, you? So whichever cities are first. Um, but yeah, the God's Not Dead and and um, what is it? What if that's another pure flicks film that was up here in my area, in little obscure theaters. So as theaters are opening up, I imagine I will find it there in my city. But it'll be out. It will be out. It's it's gonna be a big release. It's gonna be good. Awesome. Yeah, we'll uh, keep an eye out for that. We can't wait to check it out. Oh, God. You guys, thanks so like much. This has been fun. Yeah, uh, we'd love to have you back. And uh, if okay. you have anything else that you're working on, you know, shoot Definitely. us an email. We'd always love to I talk. I will. You know, you've been I great. You've been uh, with this is fun. So you just plow through IMDb and you go, yeah, that person was in a Corey Feldman movie. No. <laughs> <I> wanna, <laughs> they, have, they have a, they're really old. Oh, let's say this came back. Let's no, see what, what, what happened. Today. No, that's fun. That's fun is, uh, Corey fun. Feldman knows everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so. Six degrees, less than six degrees. Right. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Forget yeah. Kevin Bacon. Corey yeah. Feldman's right? here. Yeah. Oh, everybody knows go. Corey. Well, <laughs> you can stay healthy and alive in this industry. You're going to have that. You know, that, that's what it comes down to is I've, people who did dig their heels in and never got married, have a family. They're like, hey, and now people are either dying or, you know, I'm going to get a break. I'm going to get a sex break. So, <laughs> unlike, unlike the other Corey, so sad, or so many other young people who have not made it health wise yeah. shall we say he has so there you go he's gonna he's moving and grooving and uh yeah that's fun it's good yeah. gotta he, stay he, healthy. Lives to, he lives to hate us another day so, <laughs> i i mean i don't even know anything further but i just know that he was just clean when we worked together and i guess he stayed clean he's still alive anyway so uh <laughs> but but not to end on that just to to, to go for no, what matters no, he, what's what's lasting and and not the not the immediate great, he's a great yeah. guy he's talented he's very talented he's a great so you do you go through imdb and you decide yeah who you want to interview that's fun yeah you yeah. just pretty much gotta have something that we want to talk about so it yeah. doesn't have to even be anything like huge just something interesting which well, I think it's great. And I'm going to look at the rest of the archives of your other ones. You have them come out in a couple weeks apart, something uh, we, like we, that. We put out two a week. So now we moved oh. up to Mondays and Thursdays. So we put out two episodes. Oh, okay. But it will be out in a couple weeks. Or is it out yep, immediately? Yep. Or is it out now? Yeah, it, it'll be out here in a few weeks. So, yeah. Well, good. I look we have forward a few you, more uh, Corey Feldman stories to put out before we get to yours. <laughs> I'm like, wow, this is a theme, but okay, I'll go with it. Talk about what I want to talk about. It's so weird how that actually even started. It was just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
just you know stories that for, that people tell us and it seemed like everybody always had a Corey story <laughs> i don't know i think you're seeking it out but, um, <laughs> i much prefer my 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 lady astor stories oh i didn't ever tell you how i came to yeah. know as an Amer as an american so i'm sent with the children up to uh, Victoria Station, London, because again, you know, they're in this little house south of London, and it's time to go do the visit with dad. I barely know what's going on, but obviously the marriage is on the rocks, you know, when we're doing this. And um, I'm in the car after being picked up, and I say, okay, you know, I, I know your, your wife is Lady Astor, and what am I to call you? And he goes, Lord Astor. Oh, John is fine. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I won't be going there. <laughs> so it was just so much fun because then when I moved to LA, uh, before the, the sitcom, my first break, which people don't think of, I mean, any break, but theater was a Noah Coward English play, Hay Fever. And ooh, I had those mannerisms down. I got that part. So that was before the sitcom, and, and it was just fun to go from uh, being that nanny and, and having all that. That's what an actor does. You know, you just live it. And and I'm in touch on Facebook with the youngest one, Sweet Violet, who was seven at the time, is now a, a, a beautiful artist. And uh, we're in touch on Facebook and uh, just just good times, you know. It's like Very life cool. is life, life is good. Life is good. That's really cool that you've been able to stay in touch throughout the years. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, you guys. Thanks again, and take care. God bless. And I will. You send me the link when it's up. And uh, hey, definitely. I'll, I'll keep you. Yeah. I'll keep you posted with what I'm doing. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, that sounds great. We can't wait to talk to you again sometime. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thanks, right, Deborah. We take appreciate care. you. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. bye, -bye.